What up, what up, what up? Happy Tuesday, happy Tuesday. What is going on, everyone? Hope everyone's having a great day. I'm trying to untangle myself. Goddamn. Oh, should have done that pre-production. Well, literally, like, when it started, I'm like, oh, shoot, I'm tangled up. Whatever, who cares? Who cares? We're going to rock with it. What is going on, everyone? I hope everyone is having a great day. I'm Shadell Coles, a page on The Simpsons. I'm joined by my lovely wife. Lauren. Man. So this episode, I'm actually feeling like we're going to have a lot of a lot of things to talk about outside of, you know, like the Black Lives Matter protests that's happening and the whole police brutality um, the coronavirus, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of things outside of that. I feel like, right? yeah, pretty much outside of coronavirus and racism. So I'm cool. With so that. we actually, this episode will probably be more of like normal, what what we always used to do, uh, just the kind of mishmash of talking about what's going on in the internet world, the celebrity world, all that different stuff. Yeah, I'm happy. I need I need a break. I like I've been waiting for that for like. T- since corona i'm like man it's gonna be the last episode about corona and then it kept happening and then we got into the protest stuff and i'm like it's gonna be the last episode and then it kept on ha- like i just want normal news i just want to talk about it with you that's it i just want it to be light you know okay. uh before we get into it um i just want to let everyone know like i said you know months ago we did put up the wedding highlight video on youtube it will be also up on instagram i'd like to say by the time this video goes up yeah i'm gonna try uploading it today um might take a while <laughs> uh so that you, you can watch it on youtube or instagram shout out to everyone that has been on the the comments of youtube we appreciate you um, oh my gosh there was someone who said they've been watching me before i sh- showed my face which to give you an idea i i started doing youtube videos like little makeup reviews and hauls and stuff without showing my face way back when and then i started showing my face the summer before sophomore year of high school so i was like wow it's been over like 10 years bitty. like you a real one yeah so shout out to everyone um also you know friends and family on facebook and stuff like that a lot of, a lot of love uh during that day when the video was uploaded and everything i love um, it i've so watched it so check it times. out lauren <laughs> told everyone with the what the prefix or the context of hey you should get a tissue get you your tissues this. ready so you're just, gonna cry just want to let you guys know so you can head to our youtube channel you can pause this episode go watch it come back and yeah you know we'll, we'll get you don't want to miss it um so you have a lot of things you want to cover I'm going to let you take the reins on that, and okay. we'll go from there. Alrighty. So, everyone, <sighs> it's been a while since we've had solid YouTube drama, right? Like we've, you know, been in this world of the virus and racism and all this stuff, and we haven't really focused on that. And now it's turned. So, um. It started off with being, I guess, within the beauty community. So that's obviously how I started to hear about it. Um, You know, similar to the ones we've talked about, um, different like beauty community drama and YouTube stuff a couple times here on the podcast before in past episodes from like last year and stuff. So um, it started off with that. It basically was about um, resurfacing some of the stuff that happened last year with the whole Tati, James Charles, Jeffree Star drama of when that all 
went down of, you know, Tati putting out her video and calling James out. And it went in this weird, like, triangle. And yeah, you'd have to listen to the episode if you have no idea what I'm talking about. But chances are you know what I'm talking about Um, because it was everywhere. Um, So it started off by kind of that resurfacing. And I it was very interesting, right? Because I don't exactly know why it even resurfaced. It's the Internet is a weird place where like things will be dead for a while. And then all of a sudden somebody just brings up something that happened a year ago again. And now it becomes this big thing again. So I'm not really sure why it just kind of came up again. However, then it led to a lot of other stuff. So you have Tati, for example, who she has not actually put out a video since the beginning of May, which is very unlike her other than when when it happened last year with, uh, um, you know, taking the hiatus and all that. Um, she has like on her Instagram, it was this video of like alluding to her feeling emotional and needing some time. Um, personally, I was wondering if it had to do with something with her infertility journey and maybe she was taking a step back and on a personal note and, you know, everybody was going through their own things during Corona and all that. So like, I didn't really think much of it. And then, you know, it's been almost two months now and with all this stuff resurfacing for the first time, she said something didn't say something so she went on twitter and she like a couple days in a row put these random little songs on like you know again emotional but also alluding to the fact that she may resurface and so it leads people to believe that does she have something left to say is she gonna be involved in this again is she gonna come back again by doing all of this stuff so Mm -hmm. it was very cryptic So that's where her part was. And then that's basically it. Um, We have James Charles, honestly, is not getting involved at this point. I don't blame him. Um, Then we have the whole Jeffree Star and Shane Dawson collab and relationship. Um, It's interesting because people are speculating that maybe that relationship is coming to an end and there's stuff happening there because um, especially now we go into the depths of the drama that's happening, which is stuff's coming out and resurfacing from like 10 years ago from Shane Dawson. Again, problematic stuff, um, whether it's racism, anti-Semitism, pedophilia, all of this different stuff is coming out. And Jeffree Star is radio silent. He does not stay silent for much. <laughs> so um, he has not tweeted, done anything in days ever since this kind of started, uh, which is very interesting because it either leads you to believe, um, is he in on stuff or are they going their separate ways and he just doesn't feel like being the center of attention for this time? Because he's fine with maybe if things went a little cold there, he's fine with that. Some people are even speculating that maybe he's leaking some of this stuff. Um, so I don't know about that. But um, so there's that. So then out of nowhere, Jenna Marbles comes out 
and makes this video. Um, and she basically is talking about in the past, she's made videos that could be problematic and um, have the wrong underlying message and how she's privated a lot of her videos and they probably will forever be. And, you know, she's sorry if she, um, you know, if people enjoy those or whatever. But at the same time, she she pretty much owned up to it in a way that everybody else is not. <laughs> Like she I think the way she owned up to it and was genuine, like you could see like she started crying and like you could just feel that she was a lot more genuine than most of these YouTubers with their stupid apology videos. Um, and she ends up by the end of it, say alluding to that she may not be coming back to YouTube ever, um, which was kind of a mic drop moment because no one's really done that with um in the midst of all these drama sessions. Usually people come out with their phony apology videos. They go silent for a little while, let it blow over, and then they come back. And so I found it very interesting because out of all people, sure, no doubt she probably did things that would rub people the wrong way, could come off as racist, were, you know, had issues in them. But I think she as an individual is one of those people that actually grew from it and learned from it and could move forward in a genuine manner versus people like Shane Dawson. So I find it interesting that all of this drove her off YouTube, yet we still have Shane Dawson, Jeffree Star, all them who will probably still do their stuff, rise to the top, still make boatloads of money, all that stuff. So I thought that was an unfortunate turn of events. Um, with Shane Dawson, it has come out like there were clips of him portraying Hitler and that whole stuff. There's a clip of him pretending to masturbate to Willow Smith when she was 11 years old, uh, with the whip my hair, uh, like music video and all that stuff. And I did the math because I watched his, his apology video, <laughs> Um, and he said he was 31 right now. So he was 23 when he was doing that and she was 11. So because people wanted to come off and be like, oh yeah, teenagers are dumb. If he was like 14, whatever, we've all done dumb stuff. No, he was like a full ass adult, 12 years older, literally twice her age and doing that. And there's been a lot of speculation about him being a pedophile and having all these different um, things against him. So he kind of has racked up the counts against him in a lot of different ways. Because you have racism, you have pedophilia, anti-Semitism, you have them all. And it's one of those, first of all, I I didn't do the research. I'm not quite sure if he privated or deleted all, a lot of these videos, similar to Jenna Marbles. Or if he's just acknowledging. Because one, I think that's an important move. Because you should not be making money off of it still. You should show people that you want to be a better person. You're going to just get rid of it. You're not going to leave it there. So I don't know. I don't know if he has or not. Because um, I never really went back that far with his stuff anyway. But... <sighs> yeah, let me get your thoughts before I go further, because it's a lot of information. Um, 
Yeah, so I watched the the Shane Dawson video. Mm-hmm. Man, 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 man. I have when I was watching this video, I can't I, like I, I'm conflicted. Okay. Because, like for example, <laughs> for for like me, for example, like back in the days. Uh, I guess similar to like Kevin Hart and it was just a common thing of like saying like fag and stuff like that. And like I was a kid, teenager, well, probably teenager, teenager, high school, whatever. But like you sit there and you like you don't do the same thing. So that, you know, you realize I feel like I've talked about this before. You realize right. it offends people. Right. And you shouldn't say that. Well, just like when we were kids, the phrase was that's so gay when yeah. you when you were like insulting something. I, mean, I want to say that that's so long-winded but yeah i would say that's gay like it, as okay, far whatever. as being like that's stupid or something yeah. right right so it was alluding it was a negative connotation yeah right and it's like you you at the time you don't realize it and it's like you get you you don't realize it because this is how i took shane's video as he probably didn't have a lot of friends he a lot of diversity around him i'll say mm-hmm. and in the video he mentions i guess uh one girl francesca something um like tried mm-hmm. tried reaching out and like he he felt like he was being attacked and stuff like that and like i feel like what shane is talking about is very common oh the, yeah that's gonna go right back to race <laughs> what shane is talking about is very common among white people where it's like dog my whole clique is is filled with other white people i don't have black and spanish and whatever like in my crew mm-hmm. so you're not gonna sit there and feel um, emotionally attached when you're you're making your you know racist jokes or you're doing blackface or you're doing these things that are hurtful to other uh, groups of people. Mm-hmm. So it's like I understand it, but I have a major issue in the in the part where he's just like he's just like at some point I feel like near the end of the video he's like reaching for something and he's sitting here like you know let me also say this let me also get this out like just just doing like a tell-all like you're just trying to say sorry for this sorry for this i'm sorry for stepping on this person's shoe i'm sorry for for looking at you the wrong way i'm sorry you're just getting everything out and that kind of bothers me because it feels like you're not being real well yes and that's exactly what i was talking about the difference in those videos i was like bored during shane's i i did not i was not believing stuff i felt it was not genuine drawn out and just fluff i felt like he was just doing it because he got caught. Let's be real. These people, that's what happens. Versus I feel like I, Jenna Marbles, she actually, I think, looked internally over the past few years. I'm not gonna say work. I'm not gonna say it wasn't genuine because I can't tell that, but I I would say I'm 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 undecided with Shane. I don't know how to gauge it. Like I get it, it's your past. And like, yeah, you learn that you shouldn't do this because the world's gonna tear you up as you grow older and you realize, yeah, I shouldn't be doing this. Mm-hmm. But I still, I'm still conflicted. What if you still do it around your friends and family? Like we don't know. Like I don't right. know. I'm still conflicted. I, I, I don't really well, have it. And you know, and to bring this further with the Jeffrey Star stuff, people are like, no wonder that they were friends because Jeffrey Star is problematic and always has been. Mm-hmm. He's always had racist past and and stuff he hasn't that he shouldn't have done, and. So people are saying, like, oh, okay, it's making more sense now. Mm, oh, God, I see. There was, like, a commonality there. Because they were hella close. 
So they probably found the same stuff funny. And like you said, maybe behind closed doors, these were that, still jokes. That's what I maybe got they from still it. were saying the N-word to each other. And that's like, why, you know, well, that's like, why I feel conflicted. Because it's like, I, I feel like, yeah, you, you could say you changed. And you probably did for the most part. I'm not saying you didn't. But I also feel like people learn and they adapt and be like, okay, this is not acceptable in society. But I can still do it around my friends that find this acceptable. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I'm like hesitant but as far as jenna goes eh, i feel like we say it's more credible or we feel like it's more genuine because she was getting a little teary-eyed in it that's not only why but dog she was doing the same thing near the end of it she was like let me also get she said it also where she was like let, let she wanted to also say something else you know just to kind of be like might as well throw this in here i i, I like jenna's one because she gave examples and showed you like you know this was racist in my past and I, like, I liked it a, a little bit better, but I still kind of feel like she was still, like, doing the same thing Shane was doing. So, I want to show you a clip in regards to Jenna. Um, also, yeah, to jump in here with a lot of things, currently we're going through a transitional period of, of where we're taking out, we're calling out you for anything that you have done in your past. And I get it, it's, it's, it's. It's wild. It's stuff in, in that's been a long time ago. Like Jimmy Kimmel was just called out a week ago for his like black face he did like way back. And I get it. it. Some of it seems ridiculous and stuff like that. I don't. I really don't have much to add to that part of it being like reaching out to people nine years ago and everything. But it's like it just needs to be put out there to your fans and, and to people that follow you that like, yeah, this is acceptable. I feel like I look at it from like, okay, let's not, it's not about attacking this person and having them lose their sponsors and all that stuff. Like let's, let's focus on your, the people that follow you. Um, cause Shane made a good point that I thought of, and it's probably why I don't listen to a lot of the, a lot of the common white people, you know, I don't know their names. Like, mm. I don't know them. I, th- they don't relate to me because, mm. they like, I, there's something about them that I'm just like, eh. I didn't start watching Shane until, um, probably until recently, like, the last couple years. I mean, years. to be honest, neither did I. I never watched any of his old stuff. But because I couldn't relate to him and, like, Joey, Joey, Joey Gar, Gar, something. It's, yeah, I know who you're talking I, about. I don't know how to say his last name. Graceffa? Like, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, that's with Is that G. it? But like some some of those like that old school familiar. like white YouTubers like I could never relate to because I'm just like I have a feeling that in real life I feel I cling with social media personalities that I feel like I can relate to in real life. Right. And I couldn't with these people. Like you could tell with the yeah, content. Yeah, I don't they made. remember ever watching his stuff, his older stuff. What back then, you know, like 2010, all that. I was so deep into watching all the beauty stuff that that's all I ever watched. And that was back when it was innocent beauty stuff. It wasn't all this drama and stuff. It was just for the love of makeup, and it was like great. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I don't remember. But like Jenna Marbles, I watched back in the day. I I found it very interesting because she even talked about like the Nicki Minaj. Uh, parody that she did Uh and how like she was saying how that was wrong at the time back then I probably didn't see it that way if I saw that one I can't remember but so I I found that very interesting because yeah I mean you could argue it's it's still blackface it's tricky because because you could impersonate the person without painting your face you know what I mean yeah you could do your makeup in a way that they do you could get the wig you can wear the clothes and you can do like their accent or whatever it is, and they will know who you're impersonating. It's so tricky with black people now. If you're a white person, though, I will say because it just it just feels like an attack. 
it like no matter how you you try to poke fun at a celebrity that's that's black at least to me i feel like it's an attack depending on who that's you're true. poking fun at that's true so like if I, if I see a white person going off on kanye like you do i automatically assume you don't understand him and i i kind of i get ugh, iffy on that one what do you mean going off what do i go off not on? going off but like you don't like him because of his old like the whole thing with taylor swift which i get you can ride for your, your that's literally your not the only stuff you make it seem like that's the only i'm just reason. saying i'm just saying i kind of feel hurt because it's like i look at someone more than just like their little stunts stuff like that like i look at this i don't know it's it's deeper than that mm-hmm. but you can continue on that um in regards to what we we're saying just now about like blackface and all that so with shane dawson there was a tweet it said shane dawson apologizes for making videos in blackface saying n-word making jokes about pedophilia and more and it quotes my childhood my past i've had a lot of pain i've had a lot of bad things happen to me a lot of issues with my family i took that pain and turned it into jokes so somebody quote tweeted this and said what kind of family trauma makes you do blackface and call black folks the n-word and i'm like when I first saw that, I'm like, yeah, I agree. I still agree. But I also know that, think about it. People are taught stuff. So maybe it was taught that it was okay. Racism is taught. Duh. So, no, but I just found it interesting because this person's, like, their only thing was, like, Duh. what kind of... But it's not, and it does. It happens. It's, it's not, not right, but... Thing. It's not even the family. Let's let's take it out, out of the family. That's what just happens with media in the past. Like, movies. Black person always gets killed in these horror movies. Like, all the, like in all these movies where they have a, a main, you know, mainly white cast, there's one black girl, one black guy or something. Like, dog, there's no... There's no diversity in, like, like yeah. what do you expect when it's, like, I don't know. Like, it, it's more than just a family thing. Like, I get it. You had a tricky familyhood, but it's just, it's when the world is, like, for example, rap music. When I play certain songs, like, if I was to play Snoop's album, his first album he made, it, it doesn't hit the same as it did back then. Like, things change. It was okay in that time. But it's not okay in this time. And that's what's what's changing. You're well, like yeah. straight up so, yourself. So I I found that yeah, that's that's true too. It is a weird time we're in because I think yes, people should take accountability and they should say how they've changed, but also it is kind of weird to hold people so heavily on everything they did in the past if one times were different and two they didn't know better. It's a very interesting dynamic because, I mean, pedophilia, that's totally different. Um, I think everyone always knew that was wrong. Um, I think uh, the evolution of what is racism, what are microaggressions, what is or is not acceptable, I think that's a tricky one. Dog, I'm starting to get to this point where it's like... I'm slowly, slowly creeping towards it where it's like if my friends say a racist joke and I'm not really feeling it, like I'm going to call you out on it. Like I'm just. Yes. Not, now, I, would you have done that 10 years ago? No, because it's acceptable. So it's going to that's be acceptable that I agree with it. I'm but saying things I'm saying. change. So I'm not trying. But, uh, let me be clear. I'm not trying to defend anything here. I just find it like you said, it's very interesting how we hold people today to a standard of today. 
from 10 years ago, like, and expect that they should have done the same thing 10 years ago. That's hard. So, like, I do think, yes, they should address, just like businesses. You should address and you should be like, you know, if you don't have enough diversity in your uh, employment and things like that, you should be like, this is how we are changing that. X, Y, Z. Like, so I think going forward is more important than the past if you can prove things will be different going forward. It's a gray area, but I feel like it still needs to be taught. Like, again, I'm not talking about canceling someone, taking away their money, you know, all that stuff. Right, because that's, that's nasty the hard part, like, really... that's, that's everybody's, like, M.O. That's, like, they're just, let's just cancel them, but period. Don't give it, them a, it a needs chance. To be talked about. Like, dog, there was a time in high school, I remember this to this day, I had I had no problem. So, in high school, we, like, I so I graduated back in 2011. For those that are younger and older, they're like, man, I feel older. You Man, I, you're saying I'm older. Whatever the <laughs> spectrum you're on. And um, I remember this time we're, we were in the cafeteria and um, this kid that that was gay, like, he, like they, he was cool with, like, a lot of the girls, obviously. Stuff like that. And, like, I didn't have a problem with him. But I was just thinking in my head, I'm like, like, who, with the people that I'm sitting with, like, who has a problem with them? And then I'm like, I'm like, the teachers, are the teachers fine with this? Because, like, this guy was, like, someone that, I have, like, this image in my head, which, I, unless I'm just picturing it wrong, I feel like it's correct, um, since this was so long ago. Like, he was wearing, like, a, it was, like, a crop top th- type thing, so you saw his belly button. And I'm like, I'm like, I was kind of curious at the time, I'm like, who has a problem with this? And I, that's, like, I remember this because it's a moment in my life where I'm like analyzing myself to see like, am I okay with this? Is it is it cool with me? Like, mm-hmm. as we've talked about, maybe not on the podcast, but I know for myself, like I'm constantly like analyzing myself to make sure, you know, why am I why am I biased towards this color? Why do I not like this? Like I'm always questioning everything. Mm-hmm. So like that was a moment where I'm sitting here questioning this, and I, like yeah, it comes to the realization that like dog, I don't, I never, I don't have an issue. Never did have an issue with someone that's gay. Um, but I always sit back and wonder in that certain time, like who, with the guys that were around me, like who has a problem with this? Mm-hmm. Um, or the teachers that, you know, have to like have this guy in the, the classroom, like who has a problem with the fact that he's gay at, like at that time frame well, or time period? What's interesting is my schools, there were like no tolerance for even wearing a crop top or any of that kind of stuff. Like they would make you change period not just not just because you're gay but like as anybody i kind of feel like he he rolled it up Uh, it could be like again this was a long time yeah like i kind of feel like it was like one of those makeshift not type things our our schools were like they were so much that even like your tank tops had to be it was like either two or three fingers wide of the straps you couldn't wear spaghetti straps because your bra strap would be showing god forbid like all the like there was like policies yeah but i feel like they're gonna cut cut him a bit more slack than they would cut a girl is my thought probably <laughs> probably because they didn't know how to approach it oh, let's yeah, be real but that's one moment like i realized like i don't know it's just analyzing certain situations and like i know back in the day of youtube a lot of things were to get reactions pranks all that stuff right so it's like a part of me is like can you really blame the creators if that is that's what the community is asking for like this content that at the time was acceptable and they're just giving you what you wanted um 
I, again, I think the line is drawn at pedophilia. That's not, the only. Not, okay. That's the only one that not, I think is a little extreme. Because that. that wasn't like a YouTube. That was, seems like some clip that was put like maybe on Twitter or something. Or I don't know where that was put on. But I don't yeah, feel but like it was on. people have said how he's alluded to that before. It's not just that one clip. Dog. That it's been in um, his skits and stuff. So okay, so let's talk about this then. Or so a clip came out of Shane like what dry humping or something pretending to, to masturbate to the to poster like some poster of willow smith back when yeah. she was like 10 11 and in my mind no matter what age i'm in i'm never doing that to any image of a young girl but that's exactly it that's the problem he was 23 it's not but, like uh, here's the thing dog i'm not okaying it i'm i'm adding context of myself Cause I, I can feel like back then, like, what was that? 23, he's 20, what was that, like seven years difference? Seven, seven, like eight, eight years? Eight years ago, I think. I don't know. Depending on how your friends were and how you guys joked, like, it, it, I, and Shane's had a lot of pedophile, you know, references throughout his career, so it's touchy and, uh, mm-hmm. like, uh, I'm just going based on this one clip. It could have been a, an okay, like, joking thing for his friends, but it should have stayed that. And I don't even know if I would have, if I saw that, like, back then, if I'd be okay with it. Probably not, but I wouldn't go on a, a cancellation okay, thing. Like, I don't know. But then it's interesting because then Jaden Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith come out and call him out publicly on Twitter and i mean can you blame them because people are saying how oh it was back then as a mother especially if i saw a 23 year old man doing that to an 11 year old picture of my daughter you got problems oh people like people are even saying they're like he wouldn't be alive right now if it was me like that yeah yeah that's a lot so people are trying to say oh it's in the past that though no because that was still when my daughter was 11 a child yeah i still saw it with my own eyes like i know so i don't blame them on the next red table talk no and that's what people people are saying they're like jada do not have him on red table talk no matter what do not do it don't let him talk no don't let him bring you in circles don't bring him in and a lot of people are saying i don't think she'd be that stupid because willow's on it and it's just a weird like it i don't think yeah. she would introduce that she, i mean they don't have to have willow on it's not like they like, still they have i don't her and the grandma uh, i don't think i don't know because that's too i think that's crossing a boundary it, it's like i'm not trying to justify anything i'm just trying to at least given my experiences in my past like add context to this because it's the, it's it's a touchy thing, and it's like I don't know what person in the in, you know in their mind would say, yo, let me do this. Outside of it just being like a joking thing with your friends, but then again, Shane has done a lot of uh, risque things in his past. But I, yeah, I gotta like I. I like to give people the benefit of the doubt. That's my thing. Like, I, it's tough, and I'm not a part of his friend clique, so you can't really say that if he's really changed or not outside of 
you know, when we're the outside looking in mm-hmm. and only his friends would know that and his family. But I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Eh, I, I don't know. It's a touchy one. So, like I said, I wanted to show you a clip of Jenner Marbles. Um, this is, I think it helps show maybe how she's changed. I don't know exactly how long ago this was. Um, and it is actually around a table with people like Khloe Kardashian, Scott Disick, Malika, who is one of their friends, um, and other, like, celebrities. So, okay. So they're playing, like, this card game, and, like, she chooses a card, and she has to, like, answer it. Mm -hmm. So. Slaying that Susan, girl. I slaying that. Slaying that Susan. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to write a new rap. All right. All right. Okay. What is privilege to you? Is it a victimless crime? How have you contributed? Wow, thank God. Oh, wow. Yeah, whoa. Oh, whoa. That is way okay. I think you should be able to pick a new card. Get right into it. No, it's not. Because <laughs> how have I contributed? If I just, like, throw this card away, I'm contributing to privilege. Mm-hmm. You're talking about the race card. White privilege is a privilege. And if you don't acknowledge it, that's contributing to the problem. It's not a victimless crime. That was a great answer. Oh, that's a great answer. What was the answer? That was insane. That was went over my brain. I was and trying to keep college. Like, for a year. Good answer. What do you off. think about that question, Morgan? Do you have any thoughts about that? Nope. Yeah, I just don't know. No, I'm just going to say, I'm not going to top what? that. What? Right, that was a great answer. answer. I, that was a great answer. It wasn't. It wasn't. I needed more. That was a PC answer. No, Jenna Marbles. That was a PC answer to me. Okay. Okay. Still. So let's break this down. So her even saying that much, I think, is good. This Because I think this was years ago, too. This was a few years ago, mm-hmm. is what I've heard. So this is before right now, when everybody's acknowledging white privilege, mm-hmm. um, which is ahead of the time, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, I found it way... I saw your reaction, and I'm glad you reacted that way. Very interesting because other people are saying in the comments, Malika of all people saying, oh, she should be able to choose a different card. The black woman in the room said, no, you can toss that away. It's uncomfortable. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, but here's my issue. A lot of, I feel like, uh, man, here's my viewpoint. So I thought it was a good thing she still answered. I really feel like a lot of black people that have money that are in these positions so that they, they can rock with, uh, you know, personalities, mm-hmm. you could say. Like, they automatically be like, yo, it's like the OJ thing. I'm not black, I'm OJ. Like, try to separate your blackness because, yo, I'm not I'm not black, I'm rich. I'm, I'm you know, I'm separate, I'm myself. And that's kind of how I felt from her, where it's like, you could throw that card, like, lady, no. Like, let her right, talk about right, this. Right, right, right. <laughs> and I thought, she had a really good example. She's like, no, that's a perfect example of the privilege. If I, if I just throw it away and I don't, I do another card, like, are you kidding me? So, like, I don't have to answer this? Just because it's a little weird and uncomfortable and different. But um, I, so, I don't like that answer, though. I want I want something different. I, I don't I know who the, the, what is it, Morgan Stewart? I don't know who she is. Um, she? Uh, what about the guy? Because he seemed like hesitant. That's right. That's Scott. I I don't know. He didn't say anything. He, so I don't, he didn't have to say anything. Well, he, yeah. His face told me a lot of how he feels about her answer. I don't know. So <laughs> it just, I found that interesting. But again, I think it's a step in the right direction for her. 
And if that was several years ago, I think she might have come further by now. I I can believe that. Watching these, man, I I tried saying this episode would be out of these protest stuff, but slightly like teetering on that edge. Um, Here's the thing: I really feel like a lot of women, I'll say more so white, because as far as Spanish, black, you know, all all the rest of the women, like they understand. But as far as white women, I'm really interested. Not interested, but like I like how they're understanding this and knowing how they are and still are benefiting from the privilege that they have and i love that compared to some of my white male friends some of them don't believe it or some of them want to fight back with me on it and it's just like oh there's some white women that don't uh, believe it too i'm sure but i see a lot more white women accept it and are out there you know protesting stuff like that versus white guys that are just out here fighting that may come from the nurturing side like you know and we and we wonder how we're gonna end up like you know being uh being the same color as Drake and you know many years down the road. Why is that? Because <laughs> there's gonna be a lot of families that get mad that their daughter's dating a Spanish person, a black person, an Asian person because of all these mixtures. Mm-hmm. That's what's gonna end up happening. Like I strongly feel like these protests are gonna open up a lot of a lot of races from for like mingling and being like. You know, let me find out about this culture. Let me go into this environment. Let me, you know, experience something different instead of my norm. Like, that's what I feel like is going to happen. And I, I don't I, like I say that for everyone. Like, I hate the boxing of, of things. Like, I feel like I, I tried looking up to see like where race started becoming like a thing. Of course, it's hard to freaking find mm-hmm. that. So I wasn't helpful. Mm-hmm. But I really feel like a long time ago, before it was written down in books and we started calculating years I really feel like back then, okay, so imagine there was, at the time, there was only dark-skinned people in the world, and somewhere along the lines, like, people started breaking and separating and trying to find food in different areas and started creating lives, and, you know, over that time, it it grew and grew and grew, and people got their own cultures and languages and and like identities and everything mm-hmm. during like these large amounts of time um then you hear you get skin color changes you know um eye color like you know all the stuff that we have now that's how i kind of view what happened um and then i feel like i kind of feel like that's what it may be destined to be down the road i, I feel like it's gonna take a long time but i kind of feel like that's where we're headed back to that does that make sense if not the not being dark but at least being like a light brown is where i feel like well, we're going yeah, to be and we've headed. had this discussion before how like we've seen the thing where it says by 2050 like a lot of kids most kids will have a shade of like tan or brown or somewhere in that range versus super super white or super super dark there's gonna be a lot of kids who are on that middle of the ground spectrum what's interesting i was talking to my mom this past weekend and um we got into like the color thing a little bit and i i didn't get specifics i should have asked this but she was saying how like how her grandfather his wife was white and he didn't like having anyone that was she didn't like anyone that was darker than her grandfather something like that so like i guess the wife didn't like my mom's dad are you getting 
my, the placement of this? Probably not. No. Damn. Fuck. Goddamn. Essentially, imagine. Goddamn. The wife of the grandfather. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it in the in the context of us. So we're together, right? And you don't like anyone that's darker than me. Okay. But we have kids, and one of the kids happens to be darker than than me. Interesting. And then you don't like that kid as much, and all that stuff. Like, essentially, how my mom like broke it down, and I was just like, interesting. But that's dumb because you always have that risk. Interesting. I was just I was like, just interested, and also it's interesting that there was a white really, person that was like you know in the family bloodline down the road. Because with us, it's like the kids could go either which way. We could have a kid pop out that looks completely white. We could have a kid that pops out middle ground or pops out looking completely black. Yeah. Like they're, they're, you don't know. That's just sp- the magic of DNA. You have a spectrum. You can have logic, Drake, or me. <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> I mean, you're not a good example because you're not authentically mixed. I'm not. I mean, mixed, but, but like, like the color. I get it. Yeah. But like, <laughs> I, I was. Just, I found that interesting because I'm like. First off, that's crazy. I also found out that How I shared with you, you that, about your kid? that we have uh, dog. People say that. Come that's on, let's terrible. be terrible. Um, I, I, I wish my my grandfather was alive to like get details on that because right. that would be so interesting. If I would have knew that back then, like. How did that make you feel? Mm-hmm. Like what? Like how? Like how was that? That would have been so interesting. Um, and then I found out how like I have cousins in the UK and like they're like lighter skin. And right. I'm like, wow. Right. Wow. And I feel like they're like around my age and all that stuff. I'm like, that's crazy. That's crazy. Um, so I think we'll we'll wrap up with that topic <laughs> because it's been a lot longer than I anticipated. Um, but it is still developing. So by the time even this podcast goes live, which is two days after we're recording, I'm sure there will be new things p- coming out. So yeah. stay tuned. Um, Where are we at with time? <laughs> Already like 40 minutes. Oh, damn. <laughs> this is crazy. Um, I'm going to visit. So I'm going to attempt to make this not super long then, this topic. Um, and I guess we kind of told the truth, but also not because we're kind of also still going into the, the race things as we talk about this. So yeah. like, sorry. Yeah, but it's it's half and half it's topics like you know surrounding celebrities and social media and all that but um several weeks ago lady antebellum announced that they were changing their name to lady a and then a few days ago the dixie chicks announced that they were following sue and changing their name to the chicks and so these are two stories that i obviously heard of right away because i like country music Um um what does antebellum mean that's where i'm I'm gonna get into it okay so um with lady antebellum it's very interesting because they always had like the nickname lady a anyway so i feel like it uh goes like it's more flowing than the chicks i think that one is a little more of a change for people because no one actually called them that um and people are still gonna call them that Right. Well, yeah, and then it's that transition period of like it, the people have been listening to them forever, and it's like and now I feel you're like gonna it's, it's older people like I could be wrong, but older people relate to them more. So mm-hmm. yeah. So with Lady A, um, they have this whole like announcement thing. They've been together for almost 14 years, to give you an idea. So they've been in the industry for a while. Um, they named their band after the Southern Antebellum style home where we took our first photos. 
as musicians that reminded us of all the music born in the South that influenced us, Southern rock, blues, R&B, gospel, and of course, country. But we're regretful and embarrassed to say that we did not take into account the associations that weigh down this word, referring to the period of history before the Civil War, which includes slavery. We're deeply sorry for the hurt this has caused and for anyone that has felt unsafe, unseen, unvalued. Causing pain was never our heart's intention, but it didn't change the fact that indeed it did that. So today we speak up and make a change. We hope you'll uh, dig in and join us. And yeah, so basically they're referring to the fact that it was that time period that refers to also when slavery was a thing. So for them, it's interesting because you could say it's 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 a tricky one, I feel like, because it's not directly tied to slavery. It's not directly Mm-hmm. Like in your face racist, um, uh, kind of like uh, Aunt Jemima. That's like, I think, more in your face racist. Mm-hmm. Um, but, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, but I mean, I think it makes sense. Like, of course, they were met with backlash. Um, yes, mo- uh, there's a big white community that listens to country music. Um, so a lot of people we're like this is ridiculous like why um i think i i was i was like i'm okay with it because again i feel like when they so they made their announcement first and i feel like theirs makes a lot of sense just because they were always nicknamed lady a so like it just for me it's time you know like it kind of you're still you you're still going by They're what people know you music. right you people like but people still know that name you're not like changing it and like it and but you're dropping the part that could be problematic and i think i like i was okay with it i got it like it's so um then you go into the dixie chicks changing to the chicks um they've also been around like i feel like at least a couple decades by now um to do to do and they actually they came out with a new song which you watched the other day march march which has like clips to uh the protests and all that different stuff as well um their first album in nearly 14 years is going to be available july 17th which i think is interesting um Why? well just because like they've been gone for so long and now at the moment that they're now changing their name they're just like by the way we have a new album yes yeah, i, so, like, I, I kind of I, feel like it's gonna because it's gonna pique people's interest that like new listeners is my thought right i i just found it very interesting um so with the dixie chicks people felt i think more of a certain way because they are notorious uh for i think it was back in 2003 uh being very against george w bush and uh, the things he was imposing for war and all this different stuff. Um, and I mean, they were literally vocal. Like, they would, like, talk... They'd, yeah, there was a big, like, backlash against Yeah, they'd go on rants at, like, concerts and, like, all this different stuff. And so people were like, how did you go from being so, like, anti the establishment and anti, you know, and, and going against all that stuff? And now people think they're just giving in and yeah, just being weak. And I found I found that interesting. Like, I get it, but at the same time, it's different. Yeah. Um, yeah. That makes this no is sense. about being respectful to just human beings. The other one was like, yes, the administration, like you didn't yeah, agree with. That's. I think that's a little bit like they're 
I'm sure they probably have black fans or you know Spanish fans or Asian fans. Like it's just yo, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I'm trying to. I thought I had the the right article to um to reference the whole Dixie argument. Which, you know what's interesting people also mentioned? They're like, are Dixie Cups not Dixie Cups anymore? And I actually think they're not. Was that theirs? No. The little cups we use when we brush our teeth. Because I remember... Were they ever? Yes. Because that's what my parents always called them. That's what the packaging was. So that's what I always called them. And that's what I put them as on the grocery list because that's what I always knew them as. And now it's like... I, and I kind of think maybe they took it off the packaging and call them something different. Uh, nope. I mean, when you Google Dixie Cups, it comes up on their website. Okay. Maybe it's the brand then. Dixie Inst- Bath Cups. Okay. Dixie so maybe, okay, cups. it's the brand. So it's, is the company yes. called Dixie? So, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. It's not going to change then. Unless they want to change so the I name. Guess that's why I always called it because they called stuff by the brand names. Just like they called tissues Kleenex. Yeah. So, okay. All right. Um,. What else? What else? What else? But yeah, I'm trying to find exactly. Oh, what does Dixie mean? Here we go. Do, do, do. They started in wow, 1989. Further than I even realized. Um. Yeah, like Vice did a whole video. If you, if anyone finds it, um, I believe about the Dixie chicks, and that's how I learned about like their past history. So Dixie is a commonly used. Uh, to refer to the states south of the Mason-Dixie line, the song Dixie was the Confederacy's unofficial national anthem. So that's why they're going about it, um, because I think people were even more torn on this because they're like, oh, it's just referring to the south. Like, why take away southern culture, yada, yada. But more specifically, it's the Confederacy. That's why they are doing it, similar to Lady A dropping Antebellum for... um, being a slavery time it's it's more of a general it's not like but you know we're all pretty aware that you shouldn't be waving confederate flags and that that's not the way of life anymore and like yeah so again i i get it i don't see a problem that they did this while they also did the thing against bush's administration in 2003 i i think you can do both I don't see a problem with that. I just think it is kind of weird to call them the chicks. I just think that's weird. <laughs> I think that doesn't flow as well. Yeah. That's I my would, only thing. Like, I don't know. I would suggest for anyone interested, because I, I, this is how I learned about it. Um, and I learned about a lot of interesting topics this way. There's a YouTuber I follow. His name is like, how would you pronounce it? B. Bo. Oh, oh so that's just how it's pronounced? Yeah. Oh, well, his name is Bo of the Fifth Column. He literally says it in his videos. I didn't know that's how his name was spelled. I spell Bo differently. How do you spell Bo? I don't know. Do you mean like a hair bow? Because that's B-O-W. I I don't know how it's spelled Bo, but I would spell it differently than that. But nonetheless, (laughs) I follow this guy and like I love his viewpoints on a lot of things. And he like he has a video that he put out a couple days ago about, you know, talking about the term Dixie. It's a lot of his viewpoints that I'm like I, I agree with. Like they're not. It's not coming from like an opinion. It's a lot of just just facts and just like just straight information. And I love that content. So definitely someone to to check out and watch. Um, I will say what I found in some articles 
which was interesting is apparently i think it's both of them lady a and the chicks i think are already smaller groups in other countries so that's the only issue they're having is um i don't know if it was you know what i'll take that back the chicks i'm not exactly sure with lady a i'm pretty sure i saw in i think it's new zealand that they're like a smaller group that already went by that for a long time. And I think what they did was they reached out and they like got their blessing that they could also go by Lady A before like announcing this, which I thought was nice because even though they're a smaller group, it's still like they had the name first. Yeah, but does it even matter? I'm pr- like, I- can you really, if, I, if I'm if i still becoming a rapper today, can I not take the name 50 Cent because there's already one? Like, I don't think you can really... Uh- do anything about i'm that. pretty sure it's just generally frowned upon to yeah like sure but like steal someone's name dog i like so yeah. I, but i thought that was cool because they're these big people so they could have just been like whatever they're small ants it doesn't matter but i think they they went about it the right way which i think is good it doesn't matter it's not like i think it's, it's not respectful a, it's not a business they're not losing out on money like it's not like oh, that lady yeah, yeah, is gonna yeah. start losing money because they're gonna go to the other lady a. it's still respectful so it, to me it doesn't really matter because it's not like they're stealing business okay. from one or the other okay um that's yeah thoughts. so that's what happened on that end with all of that stuff all right um man all right on to something a little bit more lighthearted here at least i think it is we'll see uh <laughs> it starts out that way and then we go into like, like some hold tangent up, this wasn't lighthearted at all um so this is funny to me so twitch is being sued for 25 million over a suggestive streamers hilarity uh pokemon and, and more <sighs> man so if you guys aren't familiar with twitch it's a it's a it's a game not a game streaming it's a streaming platform you can stream a lot of things you can just literally stream yourself just watching youtube videos playing guitar whatever it's whatever you want games though it's catered to games but you can do anything you want you i've watched people watch movies on twitch like you can do whatever you want on it i'd rather just well watch except for like myself. nudity and stuff like that obviously but. yeah that's only fans okay uh, <laughs> so this guy is suing twitch for 25 million in, in damages for their overly suggestive and sexual content from various female streamers so oh that's God. a lot of money i don't know how he came up with this document right? with this document with this uh with this amount like <sighs> your life was really that bad off you want you need 25 million for that people don't even get that who are like paralyzed from an accident i'm not trying to really get into the gross stuff that he said in this oh gosh statement Vulgar. um but he he says he suffers from depression ocd panic disorder aragophobia and Crohn's disease. Okay. Don't know if you're familiar with the last two on that because I am not. Well, Crohn's disease is uh, stomach issues. Okay. And because of these uh, malites, goddamn, I'm killing it. Maladies? Yeah, because of all those maladies. Oh, yeah, I gotta find out what that is. Okay, you like, find that up. I feel like I've heard of that before. Find that out there. Um, he heavily relies on the internet for his entertainment and purposes, as many others do oh. during this difficult time. What? Agoraphobia, fear of places and situations that might cause panic, helplessness, or embarrassment. Okay, so, so it's an anxiety disorder, which mm, makes sense. Yeah. 
Um, so he stays inside, and you know, because of the current time and all that stuff. Okay, cool. Understand that. So he goes online. He goes on Twitch. Um, and due to coronavirus, uh, COVID nineteen pandemic, many people have to stay at home for entertainment, and that's in all caps on this legal document. <laughs> and are quarantining themselves including the particularly vulnerable children as a plaintiff he only lives in his house for inflextra infusions having to deal with crohn's disease how otherwise he's always on the computer constantly using and watching twitch um, he suffers from a sex addiction due to his obsessive compulsive disorder that makes him obsessed with sex and okay, compulsion. So I think that's where he lost his case there. I'm just saying. Twitch has extremely exacerbated. So it's, par- his- it's partly you. You're the problem. Like no, 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 no. Twitch. No. No, 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 no. Twitch has extremely exacerbated his condition. Right, but. his condition. He's trying to generally <laughs> no, say it's no, no, too sexual. No, no. no. it exasper. Ex- oh God, I can't say that word right no, now. No, no, it no, triggered no. your no. situation. No, you got it's a lot got, of things what, playing up there. That's what like, Twitch did. They did this by displaying many sexually suggested women streamers through Twitch's twisted programming and netcode, making it nearly impossible for the plaintiff to use Twitch without being exposed to such sexual suggestive content. Yeah, but you can't you can't tell people on the platform they can't dress a certain way or they can't talk a certain way or they can't like doesn't make sense unless they're like fully nude. You can't No. You know what the issue next issue is with Twitch? In addition, Twitch also takes advantage of the plaintiff. I love and, the way you're talking. <laughs> and many other sexual addicted viewers by allowing them to subscribe, donate, or pay bits to these women streamers. That's how the streaming works. It's not wait, just women streamers. No. No, it's all the streamers. No. How do you think they make money? No. Twitch uses this immediate gratification reward system against their sexually addicted viewers, no different than how a casino would. And then he lists like, oh, you're paying for the content just like you would do with like YouTubers they have where you can upgrade the option or they have uh, Patreon and like all this stuff. It's the same thing. And then he lists like, you know, a bunch of uh, popular female streamers of that he wants off uh, the platform. Good luck with that, buddy. <laughs> uh, yeah, he especially, wants to, especially he wants if to they're permanently popular, ban bank. them. Yeah, you think Twitch is going to do that? Mm-mm. Honey, they're benefiting from them, too. Also, I want to note, this guy has sued uh, Microsoft, PlayStation, and Nintendo, uh, and they have not been successful, obviously. Where does this dude get all this money to sue? That's what I want to know. <laughs> what Bro, are you doing with your time? You could, Why are you just on right? Twitch? You could, <sighs> Where are you getting all the like suing people's not cheap. Using a lawyer for for four different cases is not cheap. I don't get it. I don't get it. You could be using that money for video games that you could play yourself so you're not addicted to Twitch. Look at that. No. no. Like And it's so stupid cuz you can go on Twitch. Oh, look, I'm signing into your profile on this. I didn't know that. Interesting. I think you signed in a long time ago. I never signed out. Uh, I'll sign you out because I don't really care about that. Um, yeah, 
and the thing is, like you've seen me go on Twitch, like you can see they show you a thumbnail of uh of what the person's like currently doing. Yeah. So it's like you know if it's a guy or girl, you know if they have the camera on or not, like you know what is what. And it's like if a girl happens to be wearing I feel like just cuz how females clothes are, like a lot of them just have like the more of the what do you call it? like a low v-neck cut. or like yeah. a low cut and it's like that's just normal like if you're well, bugging that, out about that just well, don't that, click on the I video know, that and i know you and me were like debating about cleavage before okay also if you are well endowed with a breasts first of all you could be one of the people that you always have cleavage no matter what shirt you wear how you wear them what bra you wear okay or maybe your bras the way your your breasts just sit in them that promotes cleavage or whatever like it's i promise you cleavage is not always intentional it's like it's just a way of our life mm-hmm. at that point like it just happens yeah, like it's we're know. not i promise we are not always trying to sexualize especially men like we, we're really not we're just we're just out here trying to live just trying and to do maybe the same sometime, thing that guys do and maybe sometimes it just makes us feel good to wear that, okay? But it ain't for you. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I don't get it. Um, I, w- I did want to talk, you know, among the whole Will and Jada and Shane Dawson stuff. Um, we missed it last week, but I did want to talk about, you know, Father's Day just passed. And Will and Jada did like a one-to-one that I thought was like a real great like 45-minute video that I watched. And one part of it like stood out to me. And I would, I want to touch on this, mm-hmm. um, so I'm gonna play this clip. Uh, I think I started it at a weird place to start off, but just you know, rock with it for a moment. Make room for fathers. Mothers have the kids; they're yours. <laughs> they're yours. I it's it's hard. I can't yeah. get them from you. Yeah. You know. You own that. Okay, you you, you own them. It. Those are your kids. They yep. came from your body. They're yours. Right. I can't father if you don't make room for me and you don't support me. That's true. And you have to make room for me in my imperfections. You can't say you're going to make room for me if I get perfect cuz I'm not perfect and I'm not going to get perfect. And never will be. That's right. right. And I've had both situations. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it feels very true for me that motherhood is the doorway to successful fatherhood. That's important. There has to be a partnership. Yeah. The mother has to value fatherhood. Yeah. So it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I wanted to touch on this. Um and kind of throwing my experiences, man, this whole episode has been a thing of my experiences. Um, and yeah, I gotta say, I agree. Cause like coming up as a kid that like my dad kind of went off and did his own thing. Um, and like seeing how your mom, like you're, people that are, that understand this, that have a stepdad and all stuff. Like I'm sure you probably have seen your mom kind of be like, you know, putting your dad down in a sense like eh, like she doesn't like him and i i totally understand it because you know my mom had had every right to feel upset to feel betrayed like you know all that stuff after knowing that this person that you cared about you know cheated on you and and yeah like that was what your that was going to be your family um 
and I feel like something happens as I grew older. My mom stopped like trying to put things in my mind and like kind of settled into the fact of letting me have my own views and opinions about my dad and mm-hmm. like ha- letting me like not stopping me from like going over to his house and like you know I'll, I'll even go to the say to the fact that she wanted to like encourage it a, a more um for me to have my own opinion and view which i i you know i love and respected that but i i needed it to understand where she was coming from because it's like if you're sitting here blocking me off saying you know I shouldn't like my dad for this reason or this and that. I need to make that opinion now, so I'm going to sit here and resent you. So she opened that up and, like, yeah, there's some flaws there. <laughs> I'll say that. But it's, like, being able to, like, have a relationship with your kid and, and you know, with the dad, it's needed. Like, mm-hmm. it's just the mom needs to be open to that relationship happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope, you know... We constantly talk about this throughout this podcast, how we want to raise our kids in a certain way. And I hope we do, fingers crossed, all that. Um, yeah, it's just, I know we have cert- slightly different views on like how we would handle certain situations and all that stuff. And I know it would be interesting growing and adjusting to it. But I feel like, yeah, we'll be able to work through it and find what works for us for like, you know, me to like take the kids out to the park or something or, or us go on a walk and just have like a bonding moment or you know like you were saying earlier how you I know someone that like gonna, yeah i was gonna bring that up yeah I, i'll lead into it for you <laughs> how you were saying earlier <laughs> how like someone has like this uh like they have the the dad like likes doing the showers or the bath so he'll you know have that moment with them um and i like i like that just just adapting and finding what works for each other mm-hmm yeah, so I mean, I didn't have step parents or divorced parents or anything like that, but uh, it also was not completely healthy. And I think my relationship with my dad, although it was good, it could have been different if there was more space to allow that in a proper fashion. So I do, I do definitely see that because there is that mutual respect that you have in a healthy uh, parenting relationship. Mm-hmm. so um there's that and then yeah i was saying before how i watched like this therapist or something on tiktok and she was uh saying how uh you know as mothers it's hard because you're gonna step in and you're gonna be like <laughs> he's like over here distracting me with facebook on his ipad um you're going to have those moments as a mother that you want to do everything because you think you're the only one who can do it the right way. You want to fix how he did it. You want to butt in. You want to say, like, no, not that way. Do this way. Things like that. And I can completely see myself doing that because of my personality to begin with and because of, yeah, you just have this fierce, protective feeling for your child. And I can completely uh, envision that. Um, However... At the same time, it's not good. You got to let dad have his dad time because, again, yes, you guys automatically have a bond that the kid and the dad do not. Just for the simple fact that you grew the child for nine months. There is a physical bond that they will never have. So you need to allow them to bond even more. Um, That's why I think personally, like I know you and I have talked about, 
I think it's super important. Once the kid pops out, I mean, obviously, I'm going to have my time. Kid's going to be on me. Um, but I'm a big advocate for skin-to-skin contact and how it's very important um, after birth because there's been studies done on this. It is huge when it comes to bonding um, the parents. And I think even more so, again, so important for the dad and the child because, again, kid came out of you just now. Kid doesn't know dad, maybe knows dad's voice because it's heard through like the stomach and stuff. But like, let them have that like skin to skin is so important. And it's such a wonderful moment too, just to have as a a new parent. Like this is your little being. Okay, Mm -hmm. so we've talked about that. And furthermore, that person on TikTok was saying how, like you said, the example she gave was bath time is like daddy and kid time they have several kids she just lets it happen it's one of those where she just she walks away she closes the door she just goes and does her own thing because you can't also have it be where like it's their time but you're like checking in and you're like oh like did you wash the suds away right or like did you get that part of her or like did you those kind of things because Mm -hmm. that that doesn't allow for that genuine like daddy child time Mm -hmm. um which i think is super super important because just like as mommy you want the same thing like let's be real i want the same thing where it's like i'm gonna have my moments with the child or i'm gonna have my chores or whatever it is with the child and i don't want someone breathing down my neck saying like well you should have tried this way or you did that wrong or things Mm -hmm. like that so yeah, so I totally, I totally agree with it wholeheartedly. Yeah. yeah. I try to bring that up because I'm like, I work with it. I do look forward to that that time whenever kids come into play, but that's years down the road. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Lastly, we're going to hit into some relationship advice. Man, this has been a long episode. You're welcome. <laughs> Uh, lately, I feel like our episodes have they been They are. Been Consistently, long. they've been longer uh, just because of all the stuff w- that was going on. I'm cool with that. Um, so, this is an interesting one. Kind of leading into that, I guess, well, following up with what we just talked about. This one is, uh, it says, why men don't talk about their problems even with friends? I met this guy, and he never asked for help even when he really needs it. Um, he doesn't talk about it with his friends or anyone else. His best friend is my friend, too. I don't know if it's a pride or... Oh, I'm going to just say pride thing. Because he didn't say... Um, or something else. Uh, no, okay. The way you read things... Yeah, I kind of... I'm like... I don't know if it's pride or something else. Yeah. That's yeah. it. You know what, dog? <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot of men that just don't ask for any help or talk about their problems. Yeah. So this is like a follow-up, I guess you could say, to that Will Smith one, at least in my eyes. Um, want me to take the reins on this one? Sure. I mean, it doesn't. it's not specifically fatherhood. It's, it starts there. Okay. I'm, wait, what do you mean? I'm not sure. What They're just talking about why don't men talk about their problems yeah, to people. Yeah, I'm saying it starts there. Okay. I feel like it starts there. Am I wrong? All right, go ahead. Um, now, this is something that I feel like is missing in the world. And men. It hurts. It hurts loud. <laughs> now, um, 
there's something about like being a guy that you have to be like you know strong and you can't cry and stuff like that and all that like and you don't need don't need help the way i so you may have your thoughts and views on it let me just get get you know do my eminem eight mile verse first here if you you probably don't understand that reference okay go ahead (laughs) um but like the way i handle things to speak on myself i ask for help when it's like i when i really need your help when i'm like yo when i need it just know that like i i need it like type of thing so i'm not like in i'm not i'm not like completely out of being like no i can't ask this person for help i also like going through the challenges of like knowing that i can handle a certain situation and i can rely on myself more but like i have no problem you know calling on you or calling on someone like i remember way back this is yeah way back before we moved in um wow i locked my keys in my car when i was going to the gym late at night and um uh, i called i called up my friend that was right you know right by the street and i'm like yo um well he was right by the street he's probably like 10 15 minutes away still about the same distance from my house um i'm called him up and it's probably like 11 o'clock at night i'm like hey i just locked my keys in my car do you mind like coming and picking me up so we can go and all this stuff and like he was totally fine with helping me. Like, I could have called my mom or something like that and woke her up and had her come. But, like, I decided to call right. my, like, my guy friend for whatever reason that was because it would have been the same distance. Right. And it's like, and I, I like to, I like to think that, like, I, I'm open to my friends reaching out and talking. And, and I feel like it does happen when I hang out with my friends and it's just us you know in the room or at a table just talking i feel like we have that conversation where it's just it's just real and honest um because that's how i like to have like my relationships like dog i have no problem hugging my friend i have no problem holding hands with my friend like you see like when we had our wedding i have no problem sitting there hugging my friend and what like it's all love at the end of the day it's how i'm trying to like give it off as um i don't have any that'd be kind of weird if even at a wedding though people aren't like a little more you know emotionally connected uh i mean okay i'm gonna say this here i'm not gonna give names but i had some other guy friends that were there that were too cool for school and just like i'm gonna sit down and not do anything if you recall what not do anything for they didn't do when? anything for the whole wedding they just sat there and did not do a single thing didn't dance didn't well like, okay dancing no that's different i'm saying like just literally sat there though like stayed there like just like we're cool we just came just to come like we just came to just take up a seat and that's right. it like it was just like guys right. like right. you don't have to dance you can come out and talk and right right like you don't have to just sit there and be like that cool guy in the corner right. like you can come out and and interact and you know be right. a part of this thing right because we got the videos back and i don't see you guys you guys are not in the videos i won't remember this uh, who i may remember it but i will remember this right. 10 20 30 years from now when i'm sharing this to, to our kids like right. i'm not gonna remember these guys were in the video because right. they weren't there right <laughs> no, I, I catch you i catch you um so <laughs> I, I, I was more so thinking i think when we went around and like hugged everybody and nah, did that whole talking thing about the whole thing okay but i don't know i like to i like to get that out of my friends and, and you know make that be a safe place um yeah, I really hate like when my friends are like in a not so great space, and I like to be like, "Yo, I'm here. Like, I can help." Or if not help, I'm. I can. You know, you can talk to me. Like, yeah. 
Man, I'm a hugger, so Corona has like killed my soul. Just hug with some gloves on and uh and some plastic the gloves. Oh my god! Right, we're gonna have to just put like just get a shower all curtain over, all over mm. our body. Shower a shower line uh, or whatever. Uh. Uh-uh. But that's my thought on um, when it comes to you know men yeah. having feelings and all that pride stuff. No, I hate that. I hate the whole like boys are taught you have to be stronger you have to wipe it off you have to pretend like everything's fine you can't cry you can't all this different stuff no no kids are kids period they're all trying to process their emotions they're all trying to figure out what the world is how to act in it like what they like what they don't like no you have to encourage humanity encourage a personality encourage like whatever's gonna come from this like yes there's moments that okay if it's not the best time to cry right now or if it's you know or if they're going on for like five hours over like a scrape or something like sure but like you know uh, i think you definitely need to encourage emotional autonomy because they're their own being like they need to learn what feels good, what doesn't feel good, what how do I process this for myself? Because also, hello, the child is their own being. Just cuz maybe I'll cry more or I'll cry less than they will over the same thing doesn't make it wrong. Mm-hmm. Like they just process it differently and that's okay. It's just like adults. And they're basically we're encouraging them to grow up to be a functional adult. Yeah. So it's like I, I'm not trying to raise a kid that has this baggage from childhood of, well, no, I can't react that way. Or like, that's not okay. Or I'm seen as less of a man or like any of those stupid stereotypes. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I yeah. think it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, if anything, it's like, it's arguable you're seen as more human if you let emotions show because again humans have feelings and emotions whether they're good or bad throughout your entire life they're always playing a role in stuff in reactions in experiences with people with promotions with job loss with everything you're always experiencing emotions and it's also very counterintuitive to shut those emotions off, to make, to pretend they're not there. That's actually not good for you for a lot of reasons, whether it's your mental health, your actual body. Like, it's not okay to just pretend feelings don't exist. Mm -hmm. That's not good for you. They're there for a reason. And if anything, you should look into them more and be like, okay, why am I feeling this way? Like, and obviously that comes with time, like not a five-year-old, but like you can start, teaching them in a childlike well, way but um you know i think it's important to look into because i've been doing that a lot more lately and it's like okay why am i feeling this kind of way about this like does it what is it bringing up what should i address what you know like that kind of stuff yeah like the way so i the way i handle life is a bit different than yours which is fine um but i handle it as far and what i hope to teach our kids is like you can juggle between, you know, being what I would call like logical and what would be emotional. Well, you need both. Everybody has both. It's just we have them in different degrees. Yes. Well, obviously you need both. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, depending on the situation, it calls for 
you know it, it calls for like for example the one i could think of off the top of my head is like our um the videos we just got from the videographer um which put a lot of time love effort in and they came out amazingly and i'm sure he has these customers we didn't push him at all um during that process as if i was getting it and i'm sure you know people that are more emotional are sitting here like you know a month after the wedding's done it's like yo where's the video right where's the video and it's just like i could imagine because we all have those kind of clients just give the person time like certain situations you just call for it and i hope you know along with the kid you know train your son or daughter to be like you know why do you feel the way you feel you know explain to me like let's talk it out right um and then also as they grow up say you know given whatever situation they're in you know what which one is better for you to Mm -hmm. use should you really be shouting at your you know younger brother or younger sister Mm -hmm. or should you say hey can you please get like you know just breaking it down what should be applied given the situation that you're placed in i have no idea that was noise outside Oh, it's on the other side of the wall. <laughs> um, our cuckoo neighbors. But that's that's one thing I want to push is like that, you know, that, that balance of being emotional but logical given the situation that you're in because right. both are needed and it's just knowing when to apply it. Right. Like I use the classic example of uh, speaking of our neighbor. <laughs> Gotta lower my voice because, yeah. We have the ACM. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's a time where we like had like some like a uh, like management meeting like you know for everyone to get by in the condos and this person told me you know hey i'll be there chanel you know i'll see you all that stuff first time meeting this person all that so show up and because this person had a lot of issues so we're going to talk about it you know with the management company and we're going to go over it and hopefully get them addressed didn't show and i still remember this to this day because I, I always go to go to it because i was like so emotional and i still wanted to take out my anger we were driving back in your car. I was in the passenger seat, and like, mm-hmm. dog, I was so ready to start spazzing, mm-hmm. <laughs> so ready. And I just, you don't remember it that much, I'm sure. But like, I, I like instead of me spazzing, I just kept like saying how like mad I was, and just mm-hmm. like it, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I could take my anger out and start hitting your car because that's why really what I felt because I can't do anything else. But I'm like, that's not smart. It's right. your car didn't do anything. It's just, <laughs> and ever since then, dog, it's been like I don't rock with this neighbor. <laughs> like, right, straight up. Right. <laughs> like, well, again, you processed what you were feeling. What is the best uh, action to do right now? And then, what am I doing going forward with yeah. this information? Like, yeah, that's that's what we all strive to do all the time. Of course, that doesn't always happen, but yeah. um, that's exactly it. But that's. That's still acknowledging you have emotions and utilizing them. So that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Because the whole the whole men don't cry thing really always Dog, bugged I me. I cry if not once every two months, at least once a month, I feel like. It's and here's the thing. <laughs> it's you're definitely obviously I'm more emotional and I do cry more than you do. Um but you do when it's like warranted you know what i mean like it's it you're not trying to pretend it's not there like the feeling isn't there and that you're like granted yeah sure sometimes when we feel like crying we want to hold it back because it's like an inopportune time or we don't feel like addressing it or something Mm -hmm. but you know like yeah you like let it flow because one you're in a safe space with me and two like we're human like that's just that's that's it and like for example yeah 
you cried a lot at the wedding during your vows. Oh, man, I hate that. And everybody saw. But also, I think, I think it's safe to say, most people probably would agree that's not weird. Mm-hmm. Like it is an emotional day. It's it's everything. It's weird if you don't cry. Everything. Well, <laughs> again, everyone's different, so it's fine. Yeah, no, but, I'm just playing. But it's a very heightened day for yeah. obviously mostly you and I, the people involved, but a lot of other people. Crying is a very expected thing at weddings, and so and and same with funerals, weddings and funerals, like crying, but for different reasons, mm-hmm. and it's like. You know, like, I feel like nobody would see a man crying on his wedding day and say, oh, you're less of a man because you cried, you know? So then if that's okay, why is it not okay for the man to cry when he's going through stuff? If he's super stressed, say he lost his job or like whatever, like people can react. If any, I I was funny that you say that because I was thinking in my head, I probably on that day, I'm like, if any of my like close guy friends like say anything about it, like as far as like. You know, anything yeah, yeah that like other than like a like maybe a minor joke i'll take right. whatever yeah um dog i don't think we could be friends because i'm like dumb. i guarantee it's going that's to happen dumb. to you probably like yeah. it's just it's just that's what it dumb. Is. like think okay we're all adults here like it's a wedding day yeah. <laughs> what so yeah but that's exactly my point so if that's acceptable if it's acceptable for a man to cry on the wedding day and a funeral why is it not acceptable to cry when shit hits the fan and I'm overly stressed or I don't know what I'm doing or, you know, whatever? Mm-hmm. Doesn't make sense. So I just, I always hated that logic. So I think guys should be able to be more open with their family and friends, be open with their emotions, accepting to their emotions. And yeah, so I like, I don't know what to tell you, dude. Like, uh, some groups of people are... Well, it's a girl. That's right. Oh, okay. Well, I don't. Well, some groups of people are more open to it and less open to it. That's what it comes down to. But I think as a whole, we're humans, period. Yeah. That's it. (sighs) Man. Woo! Well, guys, we gave you a long-ass episode. You're welcome. Um... The Moana song got in my head now. If you guys made it this far, <laughs> as always, I gotta say I appreciate you because thank you. Um, definitely check out the wedding highlight video if you have not. It is on YouTube. It will also be on our Instagram. Uh, you know, around the time this episode comes up. Um, so check us. Check either those two places, and yeah, keep some tissues on deck. Mm, yay! I don't think we would upload the documentary. I think we're just gonna hold that for well, ourselves. Oh, that's, no, just that's a long. massive file. I've seen some some like uh youtubers do that like have it up on youtube i don't know if i want to i don't think i want to do that because i want to keep it for myself first of all it's like i feel like that's more personal but also that's a massive file okay Ugh, i don't want to upload that (laughs) you're not gonna upload it but i don't want to so right so you guys keep the highlight you get the highlight (laughs) the highlight is really good um gives you a nice little taste into everything yeah yeah uh, with that being said, guys, we're going to wrap this bad boy up. We got some stuff we got to do. Yeah. As always, thank you for listening. I appreciate you 110,000%, whatever that is. Okay. <sighs> I'm Shadell, co-host of Page on the Simpsons. I'm joined by my lovely wife. Lauren. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Peace out. That was a Titan Cast episode.